0: hi thanks for joining us on hometown to hollywood this is bonnie wallace author of the hollywood parents guide young hollywood actors and top hollywood acting teachers and today my guest on this podcast is jillian clare jillian has been in the entertainment industry since the young age of seven having grown up on the soap opera days of our lives jillian went on to star in the victorious special freak the freak out as well as roles in several other indie films and tv series Besides acting, Jillian has taken a turn behind the camera as well. She recently produced and starred in the indie film Pretty Broken, which premiered at the Newport Beach Film Festival. And in the last four years, she has directed two hit teen feature films, To the Beat and To the Beat Back to School, making her one of the only female directors to direct both the original and sequel in a film series. Jillian, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, thank you for having me. Very excited to be here.
0: I'm very excited to have you on here. It's it's fun to be able to talk to somebody who who started out in the industry as a very young child and then has gone through this amazing arc in terms of just like your relationship to the industry and all the different things you've done so far in it. So so that's really fun. Um, what do you remember about being a, a young child actor? Do you remember much?
1: It's funny. I feel like I have a very selective memory. I like to say that because I started memorizing lines and then getting rid of them at such a young age that like my my memory is like that too. Like very selective. <laughs> um, but you know, my first big feature film was Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst. And it was so fun. I didn't even have a line in it, but then Sam Raimi, had me speak, and then all of a sudden I was upgraded. I mean, it was insane. So that was, you know, that was when I was eight. Um, so I remember things like that. I remember Kirsten Dunst taking me to her trailer and painting my nails and a couple of other the girls' nails. I remember like messing up. I think I messed up once on Days of Our Lives, a line, and I got so angry. And in the middle of this long speech where I was yelling at my mom, screaming line. And then they gave it to me and we kept going. We didn't even cut, nothing. And then afterwards I was like, I messed up. And they're like, you're 10, 11, stop, it's okay. <laughs> um, so there's certain things that I remember for sure. Um, what I don't remember is like the in-between, right? I don't remember too many auditions. I don't remember the day-to-day except that it was very busy all the time, especially as a kid during that time. The commercials back then, voiceover, everything was a lot bigger and a lot more.
0: Yeah, yeah. Did you, well, and, and none of it was self-tape back then. So Mm-mm. if you wanted to audition for anything, you had to, you know, get in the car with one of your parents probably and, you know, drive across town and, and, and all that. It's, yeah. It's in some ways it's it's a bit easier now, I think.
1: I think it is too. I mean, I know that some people don't like self-tapes for certain reasons. I know there's, you know, there's a bit of a disconnect. You don't get to connect with the casting director, ask them the questions that you want to ask in the audition room, which is always so important. Um, So that's the downside to it. The upside is that I can do three auditions in one day and not spend $60 on gas good point (laughs) now
0: now I know you're not originally from LA you're from Portland Oregon originally Mm -hmm. right we're from the northwest too um how did you get started then because it's not like you know little kids in Portland Oregon don't typically end up years and years on a big tv show how'd that happen
1: well it's it's a it's a very ridiculous and funny story um so when I was, I think, three or four, I started singing in front of the TV when, you know, Pocahontas was on, Anastasia, all of those fantastic films that I grew up with. Um, and because of that, my parents decided to put me into a couple pageants where I learned how to perform in front of people. I was probably five, six at this time. Um, and then I had a singing teacher who wanted to do a show with me. So when I was six, I did a 13 song one person show that I took around um, the Clark County area up in Washington um, and I performed it. And then a, an agent saw me and was like, have you ever considered acting? And I was like, what is that? And so I took a class <laughs> and I was like, love this. Let's do this. Let's have fun. Um, so I was in classes and then we went to IMTA in New York. Um, which was huge back in the day. I think it was 2000 when we went or 2001. Wow. Um, and so we went there and I found an agent manager, went down to LA for the next pilot season. And I didn't book a pilot, but I booked a play. And my parents were kind of over the rain. They'd lived there their whole lives. So they were like, well, she booked a play. I guess we got to move to LA. <laughs> so we moved to LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's amazing. Yeah.
0: A lot of parents would be like, okay, cool. So, you know, one of us is going to stay home and man the fort and the other one's going to be down here for the duration of the play. And then we're going home. But yours were just like, all right, then we're moving to LA.
1: (laughs) Basically. I mean, I think that, you know, my mom had moved to Dallas when she was a young girl. Um, and then she, I think she only lived there a couple of years and then moved back to Washington. And my dad had lived in Washington his whole life and they were just kind of like, well, that might be a fun adventure. So we all just moved down here. It took like two U-Hauls and the dogs were in cages and the cats and it was just a whole thing. But we got here. So that's what matters. <laughs>
0: wow. Now, you know, I have to say that was the, the same spirit that Dove and I had when we moved down to L.A. going on 11 years ago. Now it's like, look... This is going to be an adventure. Who knows what's going to happen? Nobody knows what's going to be happening. You know, that's what makes it an adventure. But that's a nice spirit to approach this kind of thing and don't you think? Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's very necessary. Mm-hmm. I think if you put all of your i mean, obviously, as an artist, you want to put all of your eggs in one basket, right? You want to say, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I don't want to choose anything else but i think if you really fully commit to that it's going to cause the strain and stress on the art itself and you're not going to be able to make something the way you want to make it because you're too stressed about it so i think adventure and having that spirit is is very much so a part of like an artist's life
0: yeah it is i mean even even after you you start to book roles you know consistently and and anybody might point to you and say this is a successful young actor the adventure continues because mm-hmm. the deal of being an actor and frankly, the deal of being a person in many different parts of the industry is it's a gig economy. You go from job to job to job and you don't know generally where the next one is coming from and when it's going to show up. And, mm-hmm. and and the adventure thing is, I think it's a very healthy, like, um, useful way to hold it. Otherwise you can just like lose your mind with the stress and uncertainty. It's of true. It.
1: <laughs> it's true. And I think especially too, when you're an actor and you have so many auditions a week, if you don't have that sense of fun and adventure with it, you're just going to get frustrated and get angry. You know, it's not, it's not going to be a good time for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to hold it. Um, what was your school experience like as a young working actor? How, how was that for you?
1: It was very all over the place. I think I went to first grade when I was still in, in Vancouver and then second grade and third grade were homeschooled. I went to Eagle Rock Elementary during fourth grade, fifth grade. I went to a uh, village Christian school, which was like a private school. Very cool. We went to Washington DC on a school trip. That was awesome. Um, and then after that, I got on days of our lives and, um, you know, as I was entering middle school, it was just too much, too many teachers, too many things to try and figure out. So I decided to be homeschooled and because I'm a very type A personality, it worked out well for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I am, um, I did the thing that a lot of actors do as, as child actors, which is by the time I reached 15 and a half, I took the Chespi, I graduated out and I started college at 16.
0: Wow. So then what did you do with college? Did you go all the way through or just have some college? It's really, really difficult (laughs) to to go to college while being a working actor.
1: It's incredibly hard. And it's, you know, I didn't feel like I was fully committed to it then. Um, So I took like a year and a half at Santa Monica and then I stopped and then I decided to go again in like 2014 or something. And I did one semester and I had been, of course, booked something right after I started my class and then my brain was all muddled and I got like a C in the class, which was my first C in my life and had a meltdown and said, okay, I can't do this right now. (laughs) Um, and then I, I actually just recently have gone back. So I'm in school now. Um, and I think it's good because I finally know what interests me outside of the entertainment industry. Um, what I like to learn about, and for me, it's not even that I'm gonna do anything with the degree. I just like reading, yeah. and I like learning. So I figured I might as well. Especially during the pandemic, I was like, "Hey, this is a good time for me to sit and learn."
0: <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, it's, I mean, the industry really did completely shut down for a few months. I mean, literally, it was like free fall. But yeah. in the last, I don't know what, six months or so, easily. Things have started to kind of get back on their feet, but if, if there was ever a good time to take a breath, you know, and maybe sharpen your tools or do something different, this has been a great time for that.
1: Yeah. And I'm having a lot of fun. I found a great program that is incredibly flexible and I've, when I started it, I tried to figure out a schedule so that when I go back to work, I know I can do both and I'm not straining myself. In one way or the other. So I figured out a way to do school in like a very short and timely manner, but also with the right amount of concentration that you need so that I know when I go back to work, I can do both.
0: That's really neat. Do you mind sharing what what the program is? because I think yeah. a lot of other people listening to this might be <laughs> very curious and want to yeah. check it out.
1: Well, you know, enough uh, enough commercials during the pandemic led me to Southern New Hampshire University. and uh, <laughs> it's it's a great program because there is no set schedule. It's just like here's your here's your things you need to do for the full week. Make sure they're turned in by Sunday night. Ooh. So it's nice in that manner where it's like, okay, if I have, you know, if I'm working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday on set, that's fine because I still have four days to finish the rest of my schoolwork. Um, so I really appreciated that about about the, the class schedules and everything that they do. And they do terms instead of semesters. So it's an eight-week term. Um, so you can do six terms a year, and you can only ever do two online classes at a time. Um, so it's a lot of classes in a year, but... I think it works out to like the same amount of credits that you would get if you were going to regular school.
0: Is it completely asynchronous? Like you can just show up when you do or do you have to like Wednesday at seven, you have to be present in class or whatever? No,
1: there's there's no class schedule at all. So it's just like, here's your online reading materials. Here's some videos to watch. Um, there's usually a class discussion, but again, it's like, here's the time that everything is due for the week and you do it when you you have time, which is really, really nice about the program. Hi.
0: With the entertainment industry changing every day, I'm continuing to work to be a source of inspiration and information in your life. As it's been for five seasons and over 120 episodes, the Hometown to Hollywood podcast will be there for you. Now, I'm asking you to be there for us. The podcast has been a labor of love for years, and now I'm asking if Hometown to Hollywood's been a friend to you, if it's helped, educated, and inspired you, please become a supporter of the podcast. For only $5 a month, the price of a latte, you can become a friend of the podcast and help me afford to continue to do the work that you've come to depend on for honest, insightful interviews that shed light on how to succeed in the entertainment industry. If you can afford it, pitch in $10 a month and become a good friend of the podcast. Your support helps supplement the people who can only give $5 a month. Join podcast. Now, just go to hometowntohollywood.supportingcast.fm. That's hometowntohollywood.supportingcast.fm. And in just two clicks, you can have access to the complete version of this incredibly informative conversation, as well as each upcoming episode and the entire collection of over 120 past episodes. If you can't afford $5 a month to subscribe, the first 10 minutes of every episode will still be available for free. Subscribers get the full episodes delivered right to their inbox. Thank you. I appreciate your support, and I can't wait to share the exciting upcoming conversations with you. Meanwhile, if you could use some one-on-one coaching... Invest in a video consultation session with me. Just go to hometowntohollywood.com and click on the consultation page. In 60 or 90 minutes, you can get peace of mind and a detailed action plan. Remember, the future belongs to those who believe in their dreams.